welcome to Awakened with Victoria Bond. I'm your host, Victoria, and I am absolutely honored to bring you this podcast where we will be getting raw, real, turning our consciousness, removing the old energies that do not align, and turning up our capacities as human beings and spiritual beings. I will be bringing you mediumship. I will be bringing you channels. I will be bringing you points of view that will shift your perspective and realign your body, your mind, and your soul. Enjoy this ride. This comes from my heart to yours. And know that while you're listening to this, indeed, you are helping to create this. Enjoy the ride, and I'll see you inside. Today we're going to be talking about control freaks. So whether you believe you're a reformed control freak, whether you know that you're a control freak, whether you are a person who experiences anxiety or where you just don't want any control at all, you might want to listen to what I'm about to say. Okay, so what is a control freak? Stay tuned because (laughs) I'm going to go into some of my own experiences about control freak and the underlying energies behind that and exactly what you can do to really create more harmony and balance for your inner control freak. So I had an experience a few days ago where I had this awareness of anxiety within my body. And if you've watched any of my stuff, you'll know that I'm very much into embodiment uh, of our genius, of our gifts, so we can bring it into the world. But it's very important to be in your body. So I'm going for a walk on the beach, right? And I start noticing this experience that felt like anxiety within my body. And I started asking the anxiety questions. And I was like, hey, what are you feeling anxious about exactly? And some situations and circumstances came up that I could not control. And because I couldn't control them and because I couldn't make everything perfect, I was experiencing anxiety. And I was worried about what would happen when I was put into these situations and these circumstances and I wasn't able to control them because of external elements, right? And people and animals and uh, the circumstances around it. I then realized that my inner control freak was wanting to come out to control the people, the circumstances, the situations around me, right? And I couldn't. This ended up creating an anxiety within me, which was to tell my body that something was not quite right. It was not quite right within me, within how I was experiencing the world around me and how I was to interact with that. So what I'm trying to say here is quite often anxiety and control freaks are actually connected. And we've got different expressions of control because control is not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. Actually, it is something that is required here on planet Earth. We are living around systems and structures and a time. We're here in a linear time in the 3D when we are working 
um, with the other humans, with the collective, there's certainly this time frame. Yes, we can say time isn't linear in the 5D and we get to create our own world. But what happens when we're working in with other people's timelines? What happens when we're working in with situations that we don't really have the control over? We notice this with children, with animals, with, like I say, situations like visitors or other people's behaviors. And this is when we can go into a lower expression of control, anxiety. We can go into anger. We can go into sadness. We can go out to freak out. We can go into flight or fight mode or freeze. This can happen in your business. Like I say, it can happen in your parenting. It can happen in the um, your friendships, your relationships, external, your animals, right? And for me, it was really a situational thing where I knew that I couldn't control the external and I couldn't make everything perfect, picture perfect, like I would like it to be. I'm a Virgo, so I do like things to be clean and pure. And I just couldn't do it. So my body was indicating there's something not right. And rather than the past, I would have made situations more problematic, right? I would have been like, okay, this is not cool. I need to eliminate this problem. I need to divert or deflect or distract, right? I need to do something here. Instead of doing that, I went, hang on, if everything is internal and the external and the feelings that I am having that has been created from situations and et cetera, et cetera, if this is all happening within my body and I'm having the awareness, if I can clean it up within my body, therefore it will clean up the external as well because nothing is really real beyond me. Okay, so a little bit of a paradox there. <laughs> so nothing is actually real beyond me. because But I have this internal experience, right, which gets to shift everything. We get to shift everything. So the lower expression of control is the freak out. It is the not being attached to your body. It is the going into the fight or the flight and the freeze. It is going into the anxiety. It's going into the depression. It is going into the making things wrong and the blaming and the shaming and the pointing and the trauma and the childhood. It goes into all these different things but if we start pointing externally, what actually happens is we never clean up the internal. We get to clean up the internal, not by control, but by awareness and allowance. Therefore, the external will magically shift, right? So those timelines may not change. We can't necessarily change the times people show up or um, how your animal is going to act or your child or your client or your partner, whatever. We can't control others, but we can certainly come into our bodies and be present and look at situations and then react to them in a way that is creative and positive. So we have been taught to either, either step up and take control of a situation or to step back and ignore it. We've been, you're either going to lean and that I don't take any responsibility or, oh my God, I must fix it. 
right? And sometimes this is determined, like you can see this in your HD chart. You can see in the astrology um, and the gates, all the different things you can see in your own blueprint, whether you are more inclined to want to be the hero or whether to just go inward or, or whatever it is, right? So this is pretty much in your blueprint and it tells you how you can actually go forward and live a life that is easy and what you're more inclined to do in a reaction. There's also the how we've been nurtured as well. So there's you know nature and there's nurture and the way we've been nurtured and the way that we've learned from our tribe for instance, if you have a controlling father or mother or sibling or somebody, um, you know, a person who had an influence on you as a child, of course, that's going to be programmed into your body and how to react. So the nurture and the nature is huge when it comes to control. And I know for me, I've had people that liked a lot of control. So therefore, Rather than actually stepping back and going, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I stepped forward and said, okay, well, yes, I must do that. Therefore, activating my inner control freak, right? So I hope you're still with me here because there's many, many, many different layers. No matter what, you are somewhere in the spectrum of control, whether it's lack, <laughs> whether it's too much, um, or whether you've already done this work and you're like, yeah, you know, I, I I feel like I've got a good balance with this. And that is brilliant if you're there. And I also thought I was very good at controlling the control until another layer lifted. And when this layer lifted, like I said before, I notice the anxiety in my body. Now, we can actually say this is about a lot of different things, not necessarily just control, but this is what I wanted to focus on today. When I realized the anxiety within my body and that I couldn't control the circumstances and the situations and the people around me to create perfection, to create heaven on earth, which also is a huge part of my human design is bringing Eden back to earth, it came out of my body. And the moment that happened, because I've done a lot of inner work, I was like, there's nothing external, it's all within. So rather than blaming and pointing and freaking out about how the external is implementing my Eden here, what I actually did was I said, huh, my body's telling me something right now. I'm very curious. Hello, anxiety. What are you anxious about? And different things started coming up and it wasn't just one thing it was this and 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 then I overall had a look at that and I went huh this is all to do with control I can't control that or that or that or that or that or that but I can come in and take some control of this I can bring out my tools and processes and say hey what are these attachments that you have created about perfection or about what it means to be that role that you've put yourself into. And then I cut all those cord ties. I cut all of those expectations, all of those projections that you can feel coming from that external, which indeed are usually a mirror of your own internal. So I just cut them. And then I was like, what programs do I have running? So there's like the three different things I asked, right? So what are these attachments? Where have I attached myself to a certain outcome and trying to control it? 
but I can't. And my body is telling me that, right? So rather than going into freak out mode like I would have done in the past and I would have done anything to avoid um, avoid everything and gone into freeze mode, to be honest with you, instead of doing that, I was like, I'm going to cut towards and cords and I'm just going to drop all expectations of what that is and all the projections and what are the programs I've got running? And what I mean by that is the programs are where did I pick up that having control of everything and being perfect and showing up exactly how someone else expects me to or, you know, just perfect? Where have I felt like I have to be perfect? The perfect adult, the perfect mum, the perfect wife, the perfect perfect daughter or sister or friend or daughter-in-law? Where do I feel like I have to be those things instead of going, huh? Rather than running from that, why don't I just detach from that and just be Victoria? Hmm, seems so simple, doesn't it? But of course, I didn't notice I had any of this control freak stuff until I listened to my body and heard what the anxiety, the gift of what the anxiety was. So with these programs that were running, yeah, I had family members that wanted to be in control. I had family members that would be like, I'm washing my hands from control. So I'm going to go the opposite and take no control, no responsibility. Um, and then we we look at different systems. We look at, you know, how we our education was or what the family dynamics were or where was I in the apprenticeship, the pecking order when I was a hairdresser, the apprenticeship and the control over another, depending on what rank you're on. And I looked at all these different systems and these programs running and I was like, okay, I'm just going to eliminate those programs and those systems. And the way I eliminated them was having awareness that they no longer serve me because I desire to be me unapologetically and perfection is certainly the the, the way that um, people perceive perfection is is not real, right? That's not real. Perfection is the messiness. It's the chaos. It's the, it's the fucking up. It's, it's the saying the wrong thing. It's the being late. It's the whoopsie days. I am human. (laughs) It's uh, there is no perfection because everyone's perspective on who you should be or what who they should be because let's face it, they're more worried about themselves than they are you and your behaviour is literally this illusion, right? It's an illusion, and once we realise that the pro- programs running are not real, they're just simply an illusion that you picked up, brought into your hologram remembering remember the hologram remember all those memories you have from your parents and then all the teachers and the experiences these holograms these memories are going through your life through your head through your experiences and then your body gets ready to unlock them so wherever we're doing control we're actually living in a past realm which probably didn't belong to us anyway because we picked up that program from someone else very interesting right You might want to pause on that and sit with that and journal on that. So when I realized that the programs weren't actually running and there was no expectations or projections, it was simply me trying to fit into a mold that I had once created for myself at God knows what age, 
who knows? Could have been seven or 17. (laughs) Now I'm nearly 40. So how long has this program been running? So I cleared it. I energy cleared it. And then when we look at where else am I doing this? Because if I act this way, there's other places I'm doing this. So I had to do a huge audit. (laughs) Where the hell am I being a control freak? So how does this feel for you? How does this feel for you? Where are you in this control freak like program? I suppose this control freak model. I've never heard of a control freak model. Maybe I'll make one. But where are you in that? Where do you try to have control over others or of your business or of your children? And control has many different facets. So it's not like do this and do that and do that. It doesn't have to be overly controlling or um, uh, violent or, you know, aggro. It doesn't have to be that. It can be like, okay, I'm going to make sure that there's some really deep structures and systems put in place so then there can't be any failure. I want to know what is going on at all times. And it might be coming across as great and good and perfect. But what happens when that perfect disappears? Now, control is not the problem here. It is the expressions that we're holding within that. And when we feel within our body that there's something not quite right and that comes out in anxiety or anger or frustration or bitterness, then we have to say, what is this? What are you trying to tell me? What is this gift here? And now I want to share with you, you know, how to really grow faster, to become more abundant, to get really juiced up about life. So once you literally cut those attachments, when you have the awareness of the programs that are running and the systems and the structures that are running, and when you notice that you've got your control freak and whatever expression he or she is in, they're running in different systems. Just look at the wheel of life. Where am I trying to push away control or embracing it too much? Where am I doing this? How do I act in different situations that I feel like I don't have control of? What was my upbringing like? Who had the control? Who had the control over me? Who encouraged me to have control or had lack of control? Responsibility and boundaries are a big thing here, right? So this is just me expressing it in a different way, explaining it in a different way. So once I realized that I was, and I was really grateful that I had a friend Um, who I was actually projecting this out to. I was like, I'm having anxiety. What am I feeling? So she never really said much to me, um, but she's a school teacher. So she's got a really great understanding of humans and the different codes and behaviors and stuff. So when I was expressing to her how I was feeling and just unapologetically getting it out, even if it made no sense, even if it was unreasonable, saying it all and then looping back around, having the awareness was enough to shift it within my body. And the next minute I was laughing. (laughs) I was like, I'm an actual control freak. Holy shit. I have had this program running for so long 
And I didn't realize it was me and my internal creating the hectic chaos. Interesting. So the first thing you want to do once you've had the awareness, and like I say, you've cut the attachments, you've had the awareness and stuff like that, is you want to ground. Okay, that's huge. I was doing this while I was grounding. So I go through my growth as I'm grounding. And um, you've got to let go. You've just got to let go and not make yourself wrong. Like, I'm not going to make myself wrong for realizing I'm a control freak. Actually, I think this is fucking hilarious that here I am, a coach, working with people that, you know, I'm pointing out that they've got some control issues because everyone does, right? So I point out where they may have control issues or where they're not, you know, um, they're not in in the, the higher expression of control. And here I am coaching others and I'm a control freak. So I'm like in hysterics thinking this is so funny. Then I'm thinking, oh, my poor husband. Oh, my poor this, blah, 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 blah. And I just think it's hilarious. So I just let go of all of those expectations, those projections and those judgments of myself. And I just like, this is funny. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, okay, don't feel guilty. Because <laughs> I went into, oh, fuck. <laughs> Should I be feeling guilty? Have I been doing this for like however long? So no, you're not going to feel guilty. You're going to let go and realize you just had a breakthrough. Wow, that's amazing. Right? So I let go of it. And you've got to keep moving. You've just got to keep moving through it. Now, there was no point of analyzing it. There was no point of going, where else have I done this? And where should I be feeling guilty or shame that I've had ultimate control over situations and I lose my shit when I don't? Where is this happening? And so rather than doing that, I just, you just kept moving. I just kept moving and I kept laughing and I went, wow, how can I have more ease? So I started looking for more conscious awareness when it comes to the control and the expression that I'm choosing to be in whilst, you know, having these beautiful control with, I'd say, open ends. Control with open ends because you can have movement. Sometimes we need to bring in more and sometimes we need to bring in less. And so you just got to keep moving and realizing, you know, you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> if we have control and you've got two ends of it, you've got kind of lack of control where you kind of need to actually assert a little bit more responsibility or then you've or you've got too much control where you're like, hey, hang on a minute, I need to loosen up a little bit. We create this balance, this conscious awareness of where we are at. So we don't want to be holding on to attachments because that's what I did at 7 or 17 or whatever it is. And that system, that program has been going for so long. And the system is my life. <laughs> so I'm like, what can I create if I can constantly tap into the control model and see where I'm at? And the way to do that is by listening to your body. Your body and your nervous system is going to tell you, yo, you're like experiencing anxiety or you're experiencing a sinking feeling or you're experiencing um, your throat closing up or you're wanting to hide or you're wanting to, whatever it is, right? You There's something about you that you do as a coping mechanism when you don't have control, right? You might go into high, like hydro drive type of like, whoa, we're going to go get control of the situation, you know, and try to manage everybody. And that's over excessive. Or you might go, hey, I'm not doing it. 
no, 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 not taking any responsibility. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not, and you step back. And I've done both. So I would say when before I had children, I was actually more, okay, let's do this and let's do this and like more control, 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 control. I organized my entire wedding right down to me basically cooking the food. Like it was crazy. Everyone goes, how can we help you, Victoria? And I said, don't worry about it. I'll do it. So I didn't eat like the whole day before while I did my own like table arrangements and I cooked my own fudge and I literally created like I cooked half the food the day before like it was ridiculous control freak control freak control freak right I don't want anyone else to get it wrong and I don't want to ask anybody you can hear my voice changes like so there's these telltale signs and then after I had children so I'm a bit weird I'm a bit the opposite to most people I started asserting less control and taking less responsibility, which means instead of having people over for dinner and having dinner parties and um, doing a lot of different things, social things and all these whatever, I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm too tired. Like, uh, no, nope, it's too hard. Life is too hard. I'm not doing anything. I can't commit to anything. So I went to the other end of it. And it's only just as I've had this experience on the weekend where I've, and I started laughing, well, I've been doing different expressions of control freak. And there is no wrongness about being in control. There's no wrongness about being a control freak. We just want to have a healthy balance. And what determines that? As ourselves and how we feel. Okay, so to really get a handle on anxiety is to understand what you require in your system, your structure, not anybody else's expectations or projections of you or you being an adult, right? But what are your standards? So to give you an example of this, and this is what I mean, like be aware, be ready and be aware to get it wrong. And it's it's okay because then you can just slightly shift and pivot it. This is exactly the same with business for all of you people that are listening. Um, you're like, how is this like applying to me and my business? We try to control business. We try to control our household. We try to control our partners and our children and our life. And it's okay to work together it's okay to navigate. It's okay to get it wrong and to say, hey, I think I've just been asserting a little bit too much control or actually not enough responsibility here. How can I make this better? How can I help? What do you require? We're not even asking our businesses or our partners or our children how we can co-create with them because we are afraid of losing control. We're afraid of the answers we're going to get, okay? So is this resonating with you on some level? Just let me know, because in all honesty, there's so many layers to this. The more I talk about it, the more keeps popping up. We've got to allow the change, and when the body, if you're getting anxious, if you're getting, like I said, frustrated or um, angry or bitter, what would make you feel better? Literally, what is your body trying to tell you? Sit with yourself and go, what is my body trying to tell me? You can even project it out to a good friend like I did. I was like, I'm experiencing this and this and this. 
And usually, oh, I'm a coach, you know, oh, I can't be seen to have this or this or this. And I was like, fuck it, I can't. I am going to get it wrong and I can't get it wrong. So I'm going to express that I'm not perfect. And I was experiencing anxiety and it was situational. Same thing happened when I was 19. My boss was a total bitch and it was I didn't know how to deal with it. So I went into massive amounts of depression, situational. I don't know how to communicate about the control that she was having over me in this hierarchy position where I was treated like a slave when I was really a hairdressing apprentice, right? So it's really interesting. We have to navigate, but if we don't know the tools because we haven't been taught the tools, how to listen to the body, how to shift the environment around us, pivot and change and be willing to do it again and again and again and again and get it wrong over and over and over and over because we're continuously growing, continuously moving forward. If we haven't been taught that, it's going to be hard. So it comes out in lack all too much. And all we want to do is create a balance, which is created with an awareness of the body, of the situations, and with coping mechanisms, with beautiful systems and structures that serve us. Again, when we look at our human design chart, this is where we can actually see a chart is literally a blueprint of us. It's not the be all and the end all, but we can understand, oh, so I'm not really great with massive amounts of structure. No wonder I go into anxiety or I'm not great at eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I'm meant to eat when I feel like it. Oh, okay. Wow. No wonder I've had some control issues with my body, you know, depending on what your chart says. So with me, I like to have space around me. So I'm sitting here in a room. I've got my own building for my YouTube videos, for my podcast, for my coaching. You know, I've got my own building. I like quiet. I don't like a lot of noise. I don't like a lot of stimulation. I don't like to just work in one spot. I like to work from my bed. I've got another bed in this this building. It's my own bed where I get to relax, meditate, do posts, talk to clients. I've got a couch. I've got another table and chairs. I've got another chair. I've got doors that I can open. I, I can see things. I'm not trapped in one little room because I would feel suffocated. So by putting in that system, is supporting my human. So it's like, woohoo, that's not even a control freak thing. That is like, what do I need? This is what I need when I work. This is what I require. This is what I desire. And sometimes I want to go to the beach and work at the beach all day because that is what my body is telling me, right? So it comes back down to the body. So the other thing is, you know, I've got friends that I'm sure you know someone like this as well that experience extreme anxiety, uh, really, really, really extreme anxiety, which is usually triggered from situational. So I have a friend who's celiac and because she has been sick so many times, she's a 1-3 projector as well, which is really interesting looking at her chart and looking at the situations and the behavior. So anywhere that there's huge amounts of mess right? Because she's a one three and I won't go into the chart, but by just looking at her chart, <laughs> looking at her and she's very, very open with her centers, I can tell that she has to look after herself before she goes out into the world. 
She wants a tidy house. She's a projector. It's very clean energy, very pure energy. She has to know where she is at before she steps into her workspace, right? So it all depends on you. And you don't need your human design chart to tell you that. I just think it's a fantastic tool. So when we ask questions and go, what would help me create where I feel like I'm fully supported with my work or with my relationship or with my children? What are the systems? What are the routines that I require so I can feel more at ease? This doesn't mean you go and control your partner or your business or your children, but what is the external um, elements required to, and what do I have to do within to feel like I'm whole, that I'm living to my standard, that I'm showing up how I want to show up, and what is the inner work I have to do? So to give you an example for that, I work in little slots, in little time slots. Being a projector for me, it's like doing 90-minute slot, having a break, a 90-minute slot, having a break, having a meditation, having a sleep, um, listening to some training, going to the beach, whatever it is I feel like doing. Now, it might be different for you. What helps you feel satisfied or successful or peaceful in your life and how can the environment support you so you can do that inner work and showing up to your highest vibe. Because too many of us are using control as the driving force, as the rocket up our ass to get things done and wondering why they're not selling programs, wondering why their relationships are turning to shit, wondering why the time is running out and they feel like they never get anything done and the money's never coming into the bank because they're letting the control drive them Instead of actually being willing to get it wrong, listening to their body, letting go of the judgments of themselves and especially others, because it's all internal, and actually having the allowance to change. So literally, as I navigate myself, my human in this world, and if you're a projector, you'll know what I mean, and any other energy type as well, it's very hard to see yourself sometimes. So when I said to my husband, I'm a control freak, and he goes, I know that. And I went, huh. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I'm literally a control freak, aren't I? And he goes, yeah, you are with some things. And I went, it's fascinating. So I didn't think I was a control freak. I thought I was like little miss chill mode, but I was hiding. I was hiding the fact that I actually like to have things nice. I actually like to have an environment. I actually want to have time alone to do the inner work more than a lot of other people. So I don't want to be with people six hours straight. I can't. There's things that I can and cannot do, and my body tells me. So the thought of having to be with people for six hours straight or for three days straight and me always being there, always hosting or always, you know, being a part of if you're going away with people or whatever, I know that after that hour and a half of being with people, I need to go and rest and have some time out. Sometimes I can't see that. So I go into overdrive. So I go into overdrive. So this may or may not be resonating with you because it's my story, but I just want you to look and see where you are when you go into feelings, when you start feeling like you're shrinking a bit or you start feeling denser and heavier or you feel like you're, you're, 
You've gone into overdrive. And where are you trying to avoid those things? Because for me, once I realize I know some things about me, I'm very empathic, extremely intuitive, psychic as fuck, and I'm moody. I'm really, really moody. I am moody because if I'm around people for too long, I'm empathing on all of their emotions and thinking it's mine. So with that being said, being such a strong empath, to support myself, to hold my standards, I must make sure that my environment supports me. I must make sure I have space to myself. I have to, if you don't have it, create it. Like it's taken me a while to create space. That's what wealth does is it creates space for you. So you have your own bedroom or your own lounge or your own little spot where you can kind of go and detox. I know that I want to have all my ducks in a row before I let go of something. So for instance, I have a to-do list. And on that to-do list, there's the things that have to get done today. So I have to do this video today and I have to do uh, another call. And if anything else doesn't get done, or if everything else doesn't get done, it doesn't matter. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to let it go. I'm going to keep moving because I am going to get it wrong. And I'm probably had too many things on the list anyway. But if I can get three things done, the three major things, the non-negotiables, then everything else will wait until tomorrow. So you have to have the allowance to change. I have to allow myself to know that nothing will ever be perfect but I will always support my system. I will always support my human. I will always support my standards and what I require. It comes back to self-love. It comes back to self-acknowledgement. It comes back to the inner stuff. By supporting myself externally, I support myself internally. So therefore, whatever I'm having control over is actually it's okay because I can shift it and pivot it and change it and take responsibility for it with no judgment and allow myself to see the patterns. And this is conscious awareness. This is growth. So as I was walking on the beach, laughing, nearly crying, realizing, huh, I've got a choice for this anxiety to turn up right now and me have a freak out like I used to do. <gasps> I'm not good enough. Oh my gosh, I was a psycho because I was moody when I was with those people. And now I feel guilty. And now I feel like I need to grovel to my loved ones. And instead of making it a full-blown drama, like I used to, I went, huh, I can actually turn down this and let it go. I can move through it, be with it, ask it what it wants, have the awareness, be willing to get it wrong again and again and again but having that allowance to change because it's always changing. It's always changing. The needle will never stay still. And after all the work that I've done and the awareness that the way you act in one way is the way that you act in all ways, I 100% know now that my business and my relationships and the anxiety that I experience in situations knowing that I actually am socially awkward sometimes because I don't know what to do. I didn't have a lot of interaction with people before I was, you know, 
a certain age, uh, we weren't massively social people as we grow up. My parents are brilliant. I mean, there's lots of children and stuff, but if you put me in cer- circumstances, situations that I don't have control over, sometimes I'm a little bit weird. <laughs> and I am weird because I'm so aware of energy and it's not a wrongness. It's just that this is me. And what are those expectations I have of how I'm meant to show up? how I'm meant to do a video or a podcast, how I'm meant to sell a program, how I'm meant to coach a client, how I'm meant to be a friend with somebody or a wife or a mother. When we drop all of those expectations and we go, fuck it, how do I want to do this? Because the anxiety only comes because of the expectation that you brought from somebody else or your tribe and the experience of you as you were growing up. And it's really interesting going back to my friend and not judging her. She likes to have a very, very tidy house. She likes to make sure that she has got her washing done. She likes to make sure that her sheets are washed and changed on a certain day. She likes to change her towels on a particular day. And the system works for her because then she can leave, go to work, look after her child, spend time with her friends uninterrupted because she knows that If she doesn't do those things, she's going to go into the control freak. She's not going to be in her body. She's going to be thinking about it. So wherever you are at with the requirements of the control for yourself, for your own system, yes, it is a system. Yes, I'm always talking about breaking the systems and smashing out the 3D paradigm. I'm always talking about stopping the programs. But if it's your own system, if it's your own coping mechanism, if it is, I like to get up at six and run, if it's a structure that works for you, then you can actually show others around you. If you're a mom or a, or a wife, a co-creator with you know a partner, You can show other people how they can create their own systems, how they can see where what expression of control that they're in, because there's a healthy control. It's healthy to actually know. It's not even control, really. It's healthy to know where you're at and what supports your human. So really interesting. Hands up if you are a control freak. Hands up if you've been one or hands up if you've been like, I'm not a control freak and you've done the absolute opposite and not taken actual responsibility. And I, for one, I believe now that I've noticed this about me, my whole life is starting to unfold. All of these timelines are unlocking and I'm going, wow, wow, where was I playing? What expression of control was I playing in? And how can I unlock it by simply seeing it, right? Simply seeing it, but continuously moving forward. So the first thing I did was when I went to my husband and said, I'm a control freak. And he said, yes, you are. And I don't talk, I'm not talking about doing the dishes. I'm not talking about a perfect house. I'm talking about situations. I'm talking about needing to know situations and wanting to be perfect in the situations type of thing. So therefore, sometimes avoiding situations because <laughs> I'm afraid of getting it wrong. So once I realized it, I, I apologized. I said, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I've actually acknowledged that I'm a control freak in some areas of my life. And I'm willing to do better with this. And I'm willing to communicate this with you. I'm willing to take responsibility for it. 
I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm not going to sulk about it. I'm not going to go into drama farm about it like I once did, where I would go into real a lot of shame, actually, and make myself wrong. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to realize that I can loosen up and step up and tap into my body and go, what else is required right now? What do I require right now? I used to call myself hostess with the of the hostess of the mostess or whatever. And I used to be like this perfect hostess. Oh, here's our dinners, here's our wines, here's our music, constantly in the kitchen. I was drunk all the time. This is like a long time ago because I didn't want to fuck it up. So I took the edge off with drinking. And now that I don't drink a lot, especially don't drink to dull, it's interesting to see how I am in situations that were not presented to me in childhood. So I've had to navigate them myself. So we want to look and see, are these programs nature? Are they nurture? Or, you know, are they just because of an expectation of what I feel externally? And once I go internal and create a a safe haven, not a hiding, not a over-controlling, but a balance. And the way you can tell that is by looking at the external. I know that if my husband is getting a little bit funny with me and getting a little bit, what are you doing, Victoria? That maybe I've gone into a bit of a, a little bit of a control freak. Maybe I've got some attachments or expectations or buying into some projections of what must be instead of being in the energy of what else is possible with creating harmony and connections as we co-create. And we have to remember we are co-creators. We are co-creators with our business. Our business is our own entity. It is so important to not hold on to a branding or a name or a program or anything just because you thought of it once and you created an attachment. So cutting all the cord ties with that, because I know for me, I've just been rebranding and changing names. I've changed a name of one of my groups like two or three times. And I'm like, what is happening here? But it's evolution. Um, With our relationships, they're morphing, whether you're married or not, you know, whether it's friendships or children or clients, the relationships are forever evolving and shifting. We've got to be willing to allow it to change. And one of those things I've noticed with my clients is, are they going to resign with me? Are they going to come into a program? Are they going to say yes? And rather than having an attachment and making it have, you know, oh my God, I've got to make it irresistible. I've got to make it a no-brainer. Um, you know, that'd be silly not to come in with me because I can help them get results. You know, that was a old version of me. Now I'm like, what would you like to do? What would feel good for you? Would you like to come and work with me intimately? Would you like to be in this container? Would you, what feels good for you? Because you know, so now I see the magnificence and the co-creation. And I drop those attachments of what it means if someone wants to be my friend or wants to work with me or if my program sells, I've just dropped all of those expectations, those projections, those judgments, because it's all control. It's all control. What is it going to mean 
if this situation happens or if this situation doesn't happen. And when we form those deep, deep attachments, there's these wounds attached. And this is why we must love, open our heart, be willing to give ourselves allowance like we do as a child that's growing because essentially we are all children we are all still growing we have to be in conscious awareness which means not making anything dense or solid or it has to be this way it's more about the movement of it it's about the growth of it and noticing when those signals come up whether it's anxiety whether it's your partner mirroring you I notice if Luke and I started to fight or anything I'm like well shit this is internal for me because he's saying my tone is doing this and he's getting shitty with me and I haven't done anything wrong, right? So that there is the control freak blind <laughs> blinkers. Instead, now I go, oh, okay. So what have I been doing that's triggered you? Because I want to see what the mirror is. I'm curious. Get curious. Get curious about your behavior and how others are reacting towards you because everything is internal. Support yourself in your environment with beautiful things, with space, with a space that you can breathe and know that everything is divine and beautiful and perfect. So all of those attachments and what they mean, when I get this, when I get that, when I get this, you know, I'm going to be this and this and this cutting all of that shit and saying, who am I now and what is my body telling me? How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Do I feel any pains? Do I feel any anxiety? Do I feel like I need to stop? What is my intuition telling me? Who actually am I? Sometimes it's just good to go, who actually am I right now? Because I'm feeling like I'm a 17-year-old insecure little girl or I'm feeling like I'm so powerful. So what is this? this facade you know what is this part of me that I want to express right there's so many different parts of us and when we look at timeline stuff and um, we know that things are attached and this this inner control freak is certainly attached to that but for you now it's to not let anything be an excuse Take that responsibility with no guilt or shame or trauma attached to it and just go, right, I'm sitting with it. I'm allowing it. Now I'm showing up. And this is why now when I look at others, I see the systems they're creating for themselves. This is what I do with my clients, especially in the one-to-one containers, is I can dive in and go, what are your systems that are supporting you and what are your systems that are not Let's clean up the energy. Let's take some responsibility. Let's look and see where you are on the control freak radar here <laughs> and own it. Own it, drop it, realign. And I can't tell you how many clients I've told, you know, you're a total control freak. And they've just laughed because I'm like, I am. And as soon as you own it and you can label it, you can drop it, you can move on, right? So this has been a bit of a, um, a bit of a paradox, this this um, chat we've just had. And I hope that by sharing and expressing um, what came up for me, you can now recognize that in yourself or in others and just know that it's so layered, it's so leveled that 
it's something that we're going to work on forever. And now that I've opened this can of worms for myself, I'm very curious to continue to work with the energy of what would happen if I dropped the control? What would happen if I stepped up more in this area? Where am I bringing this into all different areas of my life? Thank you so much for listening. I have absolutely adored having you here. Make sure you check out my website, which is victoriabond.co.nz to see what is up and coming. Also check out the Spiritually Spiritually Aligned with Victoria Bond, which is my new name for my Facebook. I'm on IG and of course, keep checking in with YouTube podcast because it is all happening. Magnificent Mediumship is starting again in October. And of course, the waiting list is open. So if you want to get on that waiting list, I recommend that you reach out to my team. You can just email us. You can just whatever platform you are on where you can connect with me, DM me, my team or myself will get get hold of you, whatnot. We will connect with you because I have got a special, special, special for those people jumping on to the waiting list. Okay, special price, special bonus. I love to layer on all the bonuses because it's so much fun. So what would it take for us to co-create? What would it take for us to expand and Thank you for listening. I also invite you, if you think anyone would love these these riffs, these chats, these channels, if you will, please share them because sharing is caring. And the more people listen, the more people download, the more people share this, the more I can be recognized, the more that I will do, right? So sending you so much love. I love you so much. And I'll see you next time listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it, and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.